Successful business doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and persistence, which is what Coffee Hustle is all about. So there's no quick fixes here. It's just candid conversations featuring other successful business owners. Hi, I'm Carla Stiles, and I'm with John Coffee and Hustle Podcast. And I've always wanted to share stories and candid conversations with those that have very successful businesses and those that are in our community leadership with um, that are impactful stories that we can share those basically those journeys that we're doing today and having you uh, Dr. Um, Pat Sims who is the president of Drake State Community and Technical College here in Huntsville to share her success and maybe share a little bit of the the journey that from where she started today um, I just want to share her excellence and leadership and knowledge that that is what you see today for us. So welcome to our podcast today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, Carl. This is going to be fun. Uh, listen, it is an absolute honor um, to be somewhere around someone that is, is, is really especially spectacular as you are. Um, you know, I met you through the WDC Foundation. Mm-hmm. And One of our favorites. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a great program. And I have to say that um, when I meet you and I come to these events, uh, I think you're just a radiant of sunshine. And, you know, every time I come up to you, you're always welcoming, you're approachable. And I just want to talk about that program. Why did you get involved in it? And why it was so important for you to be part of the WDC Foundation at that point? Oh, you know, so I'm so excited. First, thank uh, thank you again for having me on Coffee and Hustle. Yay, I'm excited to be here. So, but WDC, I mean, and, and the thing is, WEDC, the WDC Foundation and the organization, but the foundation is such a great organization that any woman who commits, who commits her time, I know that those are my people already because that means that they're committed to empowering young women. And that's what made that organization so special. I've seen the impact that it has on the lives of the women, the young women that we work with, yeah. the mentoring, the professional development, guidance and counseling, the financial support. And so it's just such a worthwhile cause. And this it's all about giving back paying it forward, climbing and lifting. And so that's what we have to do for our young people. And so it's just, it's an, it was an honor for me to serve. And I loved it so much. I did, I served two terms on the board. So um, while I'll be, I've recently stepped down, right. but I'll still be a staunch supporter. I am a cheerleader for WDC Foundation. Well, I have to say that, like, I think the December event that they hosted for the mentors and scholars, um, I think it was one of the best ones that I've seen so far. To be honest with you, there was like, Almost like this real coming together moment where you actually can start seeing those friendships being created. Because when you go into a program and you don't know anybody, mm-hmm. right, um, you, you're just like, I'm, where do I start? How do, you know, and I think the leadership that the board gives and, you know, all of the people, including the mentors, um, are such a great impact for that entire foundation. And so you can see those changes can see from the time the newbies come in, right, mm-hmm. to the time that Absolutely. they leave. There's this huge transformation. This whole maturation process. Right. And a lot of that I attribute to Jennifer. 
her leadership, her creating meaningful, intentional opportunities for the mentors to connect, the mentors and mentees to connect to each other, mm -hmm. and um, just among the group, the board. I mean, she she really pours her heart into that, and I mean, it's such a worthwhile organization. So those of you who are not familiar with the WDC, WDC, EDC Foundation, please visit the website and look at the great work that we do across our community, and we invite you to join us in that effort. Yeah, and I think it's just an impactful play because I, I don't know about you, but back in our my day when I was growing up, um, there, if we look at inspiration and people we look toward to help us through the things and guide us, I think there was a lack of that back in those days. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I think it was very far in between where you see the perfect family. Absolutely. Um, and so you're from, like, you're from Mississippi, right? So yes. give us a little bit of your home life back in the Mississippi, because I'm from L.A. Mm -hmm. Yes, that for counts. For those who don't know, that's Lower Alabama. <laughs> so we were practically neighbors, being from Mississippi, Lower Alabama. So Canton, Mississippi was a very small rural town. The interesting thing is that when I go home now, um, Nissan moved in, and much like uh, Hyundai, uh, any large automotive manufacturing facility moving in, it has transformed that small community. But when I was there, it was just that family of five, and I lived in my little family bubble. And so I, my brothers and we grew up, and I didn't, the funny, I didn't know I was poor. Yeah. Because I lived in my bubble. We went to church together. We went to school together. It was the same people. Yeah. And so when I, and, and I, I'm sometimes embarrassed to say this because it shows how sheltered I was, but when I went off to college. And it was an eye opening for you? It was. And the best difference. You were exposed to a lot of things? A lot of things that I had not seen. And so, but they were good. I mean, it was good. In, it was good for me. Yeah. Uh, because the good thing is that even though I was in a small family, I had a solid foundation, very spiritual upbringing and and great work. I worked. My mom worked us really hard. So I had a great work ethic. And so no matter what happens, those core yeah. values still right. ground you. And yeah. I think and so I'm I'm very fortunate in that way. So do you feel like that that in some ways or another is so important we have those support systems at a very early age absolutely and so the thing is i was surrounded by my mom was the oldest of 14 so i was surrounded by like aunts and uncles and cousins so wow. it wasn't the mental of what wdc offers but another form of that in the form of family mm -hmm. um and so because it's just like family it didn't always look the same yeah. right and yeah. so i i was very fortunate in that regard and so Fast forward now, I see a lot of tenants of that growing out of the WDC organization and the relationship with the mentors and mentees and getting connected and them being supported and yeah. encouraged on and just having a cheerleader. Yeah, I think it's important that we get involved. Oh, and, absolutely. you know, and when we go back to uh, at an early age, you know, uh, the school systems were not supportive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was a kid that was very quiet. Um, and I know you that's were not. I know yes. it is. Uh, yeah, I was. Okay. I was a very, a very quiet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, was a, so. I was a very quiet child. Okay. I think I've actually discovered, you know, after so many years, you start really like, okay, there's, it takes, takes one or 2% to really believe in you. And mm -hmm. when you recognize that you're like, okay, it's okay to be me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. On your voice. Yes. yes it's like, you know, I, I like to be authentic. Mm -hmm. And, yes. um, but when I was growing up at a very young age, it was, if, if I could tell you my story, I think that people would be a little surprised because, you know, for me, I was in, I was in slow classes. I didn't read well. 
Um, I didn't love school until I got into where I felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so as I, I enjoyed school, I started getting more involved. And so growing up, I always had some dream. I didn't know what it was. I knew that I wanted more, mm -hmm. um, yes. but I am the only girl in my family that has a college education. Wow! And so awesome. when you meet other people that along the way, and I think it's so important to tell our story, mm -hmm. um, I, to I do agree. that. It's important. It's so important for, because when people see you today and they don't see the struggle, they don't know that it's possible. And so I, that's one of the things, um, and I know a lot of people, I know many people who don't share, who, who try to hide the struggle that they've gone through mm -hmm. to get where they are. They want to, it to appear that they've always been there and that's who they are. But I am, I know how much it has meant to me to see and hear from women and whether it's personal, as and parenting, marriage, I mean, just professionally, who've had struggles and, and the strategies and the tools and, and the things that they use to work through that because it's so helpful. People need to know that you can't overcome the barriers, the struggles, whatever so you, they are. So you, you had this great bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, as you say, and then you decided to go off to college. Yes, because I wanted more. I wanted different. I, uh, my aunts, uh, you know, all of those aunts and uncles, all of them except two stayed home. They stayed right there in that circle and raised families. And, and that's where they, they stayed. That's where they stayed. Yes. And I knew the, the, the best thing, the most transformative thing that happened to me, Carla, was in second grade. My second grade teacher yeah. saw something in me. She took me to the library and got me a library card. And that changed your life? That changed my life because it opened up the world of reading and books. Yeah. And so I started reading everything I could get my hands on. So in mental, in my mind, I got to trans have different experiences, although I didn't have them in my daily life, but I knew there was more. Because so you they did the, books. when you did the reading, so I was yeah. a reader. Yes, and so I was, I, was I was in that moment where I could pretend to be that person. Absolutely. And, and no matter what was going on I could around you, myself. you could, yeah, yes. you were definitely focused. And then I think that's yes. so important. And I think we've lost that art a little bit. Yeah. I think we've lost the aspect of reading as an inspirational aspect of teaching children that it's okay to read and it's okay to yeah. not you know, to be educated and be be better than us, I think, yes. in some ways or another. And, and even just for enjoyment, but that was transformative for me mm -hmm. and put me on a path, a trajectory that I, I don't know. I mean, it really started something because it ignited a fire in me. And so I, get, I told you we lived in the country, so my mom would go to town on Saturdays yes. to do groceries and laundry. Yeah. And so she would, after I got that library card, she would drop me off at the library and she'd go do all those things and pick me up. And I'd sit there and read all day and then come out with a stack of books and the next week I'd take them back. And so it was just, so it was just, that was, that was my life. And I loved it. And especially that made it life so much more bearable, yeah. especially long summers, but we yeah. didn't have summer camps. My parents no. couldn't afford to send us in a place. We were just home. And right. so books were my friend. Or you were outside playing. Yeah. Outside, you know, had to be outside, in, the out, in the dirt all day. It's hot, you know, drinking water from Drink, outside. Yes. Yeah. So I know people joke yes. about it and I know it's that real. This, it's real. It, we lived outside. We lived out on our 10 speeds yeah. or we were running right. playing in the and dirt. It, yes. It's, and if it was raining, we were outside and yes. I, I don't think we ever really went inside unless it and was had, And you had lighting. to have permission, right? You don't just go in and out. Well, in my house, yes, yeah, like it's time to come in for you a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't keep going in and out. So, but it was, but those are, and so um, things that I didn't think about then yeah. were just, and the other thing is my parents, we, because there were five of us, we grew what we ate. And so, yes. 
and, and I mean, literally. Yeah. So we had gardens. Yeah. My parents would slaughter like a um, a pig and then like a calf each year. Yes. So literally. But and so in the summer, it's for extra money. We'd have to pick, get up and pick vegetables yes. and take them to market and sell them. We are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up that way as well. I mean, mm -hmm. we grew up on a farm. We, mm -hmm. you know, we rotate our crops and we had yes. corn in one year and salt, uh, soybeans the next or peanuts yes. uh -huh. the next. Yeah. But uh -huh. we had a huge garden in the very back. And then we got to pick whatever we wanted. And then we would allow other people to come in and pick what was, you know, left, left over because mm -hmm. we would have abundance. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so summers were meant to pick butter beans and peas and mm -hmm. sit and there shuck them, them uh -huh, and yeah, uh -huh. blanch them and put them up and <laughs> that you is know, hilarious. And I would go to the I would go to the, the community pool. My my hands were just pure green. Pur yeah, purple you know, from purple and green. Yeah, yes. uh -huh. um, so very so, yeah. similar childhoods. And so but that developed a work ethic, yes. you know, and and so uh, and so we would we were the least favorite house in the neighborhood because if you came to our house, we'd all I'd have my bushel, my feelings. We all had a bushel, so if our friends wanted to visit with us, they had to get a bowl and help shell, and so yeah. they weren't having it. So we were the least favorite house, but They'll it come taught eat me, it though. yeah, of course. <laughs> but it taught up. discipline and work ethic and all the you know the things that yeah. it takes to ground you, you know, and persistence yeah. because I couldn't go anywhere until it was done. So Did I got to like finish it. Back it. I hated it. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I hated it. No, I know I hated it. I'm so part. thankful for it now. Yeah, you think of it back then. Yeah, but then, of course, a teenager, you know, you want to do... You just want to do your thing. Yeah, fun stuff. And so, yeah. yes. And and so high school was that. And so the, the other uh, transformational thing that happened is in high school, I had... So I was a decent student. I didn't do my best, you know, but I... Right. But I um, had extra credit, so I got to work in the counselor's office to assist a high school counselor. And so... College wasn't even on my radar until I got yeah. to her office and I had to, all the letters and the things from the recruiters were coming in and she's the one who helped me, encouraged me to fill out a financial aid application, apply for scholarships and you know, though, I mean, they didn't have those things back in school. I don't, I don't remember. I think there was, they, I think toward the end of my senior year, I can remember they started doing these honor. Well, we had honor programs, but they started mm -hmm. inter, I think uh, kind of putting those AP classes in front of us right. at the first okay. time. Mm -hmm. But I do remember that in school. And I think that if, if we could go back and change things, you know, if you could go back and look at your 15 year old self, mm -hmm. would you, could you go back and say, I would have done some things different? Or do you feel like that the path that you've taken is where you've, has led you to where you're at today? No, I, I would have, I, I probably, I'm sure there's some decisions I would have made differently, but those key moments that now that I see that were very transformational yeah. and impactful in my life, I wouldn't change them because they, again, reset my trajectory. And and the other thing is I've just been really fortunate that every place I've landed, I found good people and good friends. I think that's so important. That is. You know, yes. and I think that sometimes I, we think that what happens to us sets us behind, right? And we mm -hmm. all, every, there's days where you wake up and there, there's you feel like you're going to set backwards yes. and not forward. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think people need to understand that no matter what path you're on, you're in control of your destiny. Mm -hmm. And if you know that there's that chance of you thinking this is a better path for me, take it. You never know what opportunities look in front of you. That is so true. And then the other thing, and, and not knowing, not making assumptions about people or the opportunities that are in front of you the value and the wisdom that 
each person that you encounter has something to offer, you know, that you can learn from. And so I think that's really, yeah. really important. And, and yeah. just, and being, I, and I tell my, I tell students all the time, I tell my daughter, the windows of opportunities, they open and close very quickly. Yes. So when it opens, you be ready you to jump. You just dive in, yes. right? Because yes. no matter what it is, because you may not get that opportunity and you just don't ever know where you end up. It's just amazing the way things can come together for so you. So you go to college. Mm -hmm. Do you, has education always been a part of your life? No, so that's, being in education was the, the crazy, is the thing that I did not want to do. What was it that you wanted to do? I wanted to be a research scientist, something in the medical, so my undergraduate degree is in biology. Okay. A master's degree is in biology with education because I, I knew I was on a research track. Didn't know quite where, but I wanted to do that. I loved being in the lab. But the interesting thing mm -hmm. is while I'm in college, my um, advisor, who's still a dear friend, I still visit with him now, mm -hmm. he and his wife. I, I'm one of their academic children. I have a picture of my academic siblings over there. And so we one of my favorite classes was anatomy and physiology. Right. So, so in the labs, I'm just somehow just evolved to tutoring, leading a tutorial group. And so, and my advisor comes in the lab, he several times, he just sit, you know, I'm not thinking he's paying attention. We're doing our thing, getting ready for the test. And after he said, Pat, you ought to, have you thought about education? You do a good job with that. And I was like, I am not going to be a teacher, I'm, you know, because I feel like that was the traditional path. So I want to right. do something off the beaten path. And so I go on and then I'm getting close to graduation and I love history. And I had the best history professor at West Alabama. Yeah, because he was like, you should think of graduate school. I don't even know what graduate school was. I don't was. even, yeah, I do. I know, and who, who, who thinks about that? He said, have you thought I'm just lucky like, to be in no. class. I know, right, right, to be here. And you should think about education. And so I went back, I said, well, he said I should think about graduate school. How do I do that? So yeah. those kinds of things. But I graduate, I graduate from college, and I come actually come to Huntsville after I graduate from West Alabama, research with the EPA, doing on a research project because that's what I was going to be, a researcher. And um, then it got time to go to um, to start classes in the fall. I did that for a summer mm -hmm. and I decided to stay at Alabama A&M and I met my husband. And when I met him, I knew I wanted to get married. And <laughs> so I didn't want to research so much anymore. I wanted to, you know, and the state needed science teachers. And right. so it just worked out that I got it to stay here. Thing, led to just thing. led to another thing. It was like that domino effect. Yeah. And so just things just And here you are. Hers. And here I am. And so the crazy thing is, so I get hired. So my career has always been in Huntsville. Mm -hmm. So I started my career at Huntsville City Schools. Right. And have you ever been to Campus 805 to the hatchet throwing? Oh, yeah. Well, you've been in my classroom. That was my first classroom what? at Stone Middle School. We need to talk about how hot it gets in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, I don't have anything to do with that color, but that was my classroom. That upstairs corner room, that was my first classroom when I became a science teacher at Stone Middle School back that? in 1992. Oh, that's right? amazing. So, Yes. I like the fact that they transformed that building, though, oh, into yeah, something and repurposed it instead it. of like taking it down. And yeah. you see the, the 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 way they did it. I and just they got they such did. great spaces. I yeah. love going to Campus 805. I thought they were crazy when they first started it. I was like, there's no way. And then it just is. I think it's just worked out so well for them down there. That speaks for our city, you know. Yes. So many amazing things, yeah. but yes. I think it's, I love the fact that they've taken things and like even low mill and mm -hmm. turn them into something that's Perfect. fascinating yes. and, and that we're embracing the arts Oh yes. the way we should, because I think it's so important to have that as 
as we, you know, as, as our children grow up, we sharing arts and music, I think is so vital it's for, so I think, or even part of our education. Oh, absolutely. And you talk about reading books. Um, I don't know about you, but I used to read my encyclopedias, <laughs> you know, a lot. And so that's how I got, that's how I identified outside the world. Really? Right. And so, you know, cause we didn't have internet back right. then. Yeah, so how true. did, you know, of course we had what the PBS show mm -hmm. where we had like three channels. Yeah, I think it was here. Jacques Cousteau that changed my life. Wow. You know, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to go, uh, into oceanography and Interesting. So yes. you were a science person to look I at I loved it. Uh -huh. I just, you know, I was, I wanted to follow whales around and, you know, that was my, the thing. And then, uh, so when I went into, I think it was South Alabama, I was going to go to school there and I sent them a note saying, you know, this is my passion. This is my dream. And cause I wanted to be part of Greenpeace at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to save life, I guess that's my passion. And so, um, they, they sent me a letter, said there's no real jobs in this. And I was like, oh, it was just a heartbreaker for me. So they sent you a letter. Yeah. So they were saying, you know, it was kind of like one of those letters of like, you know, I was excited and then it was disappointing at the same time. And I'm like, wow, what do I go to school for? Um, and then I had a, a lady by the name of Miss Axtell who came to our school and we were the first computer class and all these big monitors, you know, uh -huh. and I learned how to program in basic. And you learned how to pay, you know, and I was just intrigued. I'm like, you can do this kind of stuff. And so wow. I love the creativity because I was always in art and I was always in dance. And then here's oh, now then I could, were able to apply that to program. Yeah, I programmed. Cool. I was program. I was a, that's how I started I out as a programmer. Um, so I think as certain people in our lives mm -hmm. like that, I had a dance teacher, Miss Lindsay Hall, that was an, a huge inspiration um, when I was younger. And she was just one of those that said always, can't, never could, never would. And I was like, well, and it has stuck with me all my life. Mm -hmm. So if I can't do something, well, how am I going to know if it didn't work? And um, so I think those learning lessons as we grow Absolutely. older, you know. People are planted in our life. Yes, uh, but I like perfect. the fact that you say this thing that when you look at people, you don't really know their story. You don't know their the story. The journey right. is mm -hmm. the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So you get involved in your just okay so i'm going to put this out here okay. and I, I think i mentioned it to you before is that i know you from what we do mm -hmm. well when we set up this podcast and i get your bio it was so incredible do you realize do you kind of reflect back and going how do how do you get involved in all these things because you're involved in the community here you are the president how do you, you the word I think pathways really stuck, you know, that was written in your bio and the pathways I think is really one, one of those viable words that I think that really stuck with me when I was reading it. And I think that, that you're trying to really put all that you're doing into this community. How do you get, how did you get involved in community? How did you get involved in your community like this? So growing up, um, my mom, the five of us, Community service has always been a part of my life. So my dad had a truck and we would have to get in the back of the truck on Saturday evenings and, and or Sunday afternoons. And we would go around to all of the elderly people in our community and we have to clean up their houses and pick up their yards and do all the things, wash their dishes. Just and so, so this is something that he wanted y'all to do? My mom. Your mom? My mom had us to do that. So. I've always had to give back to my community. It's it's just, it, it was what we did. That's and incredible. So, yeah. And so that has always 
stuck with me. So whatever I'm organization I'm in, I want to be, it's not just a member. I don't have to be engaged in it because that's the way that's just, that was the expectation. You want to be a representation and not be an outside representation. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one thing to just hold a seat, but if I'm going to, especially, and, and I felt that in the past, but now because time is so limited, the things that I sign up to do, if I can't add value right. and really participate and engage and see that it's helping people, mm -hmm. then I just, I don't want to do it. I just, I mean, a lot of people, there are people who want to build resumes, but I, I am genuine. I love the organizations oh, no, that I, I support. I can definitely, I, listen, when I say that you're genuine, yes. you know, sometimes you go to certain things and you go to certain events and you meet certain people. There's a magnet for certain, you know, and I yes. think that somehow, I don't know how we end up, we ended up all, we're always like just Yes. It's your great energy. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. It's your, yes. Well, I just, I think it has to be a combination of both. And, mm -hmm. and I sometimes cross, you know, when we're crossing paths, we, we want to connect with those people. So it was really an honor when I was actually teasing you. I was like, let's do a podcast together. Know, right? And you were like, yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're serious. I mean, yeah, I want to, <laughs> I mean, awesome. that's fun because I admire, you've done such good work and you, you've, you, an, another part of WDC Foundation mm -hmm. and the recognition that it's currently enjoying in our community is the work that you've done to elevate it. Oh, and so I admire, so what, I mean, it's, ama it's amazing. I, and so you. absolutely, this is an honor for oh, me. Well, I think that in some ways or another, I think that I've always been the one hiding behind the scenes doing my thing mm -hmm. you know I'm not you know for me it's not about the glamour and the glitz yes. and being in front of every single you know every single photo um, yes. I like to work hard mm -hmm. and that's just been my method for years and so um, I didn't really believe in myself for you know when I when I first started my business it was kind of by accident you know and it was just mm -hmm. like like you said that small window of opportunity doesn't stay open very long mm -hmm. And so you have to capture those opportunities. And I think that's the one thing that I really want people to understand is that you don't have to feel stuck, you, you know, you know, and p putting yourself around those people that really understand you is so important. And so your circle yes. is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller, but it's really important on who's in that circle. Absolutely. Absolutely. So out of all of the community services, and I'm not trying to say that you have to pick one. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. But which of those really mean like to you, like what is the one that really sticks out to, to you that's more as passionate? Do you feel like all of them are? I do. I, I get I different. Um, I mean, there are different parts of me that I think are interesting. It's tied to both of them. So I love our city. So being a part of downtown Huntsville Inc. is amazing yeah. because one of the things that it's a goal of me, to, for, of, for, of mine, for my, to many of my students don't lead, they don't enjoy and appreciate downtown. So it's been, it's been great to be able to find ways to connect them so that they can enjoy their city and know yeah. all the great opportunities, right? So that's, so Huntsville Hospital Foundation, I, I love the work that. And is that the one that you just joined on? Yes. Yes. Recently. And so yes. that was an honor. And, you know, we're doing a, they've provided, they are a great partner for the college and have worked with us to build an alternative pathways program for our um, LPN students, students who want careers in nursing who may not have been able to enter the program the traditional way through right, with, right. with standardized test scores and all that. Yeah. So, that level of engagement to be able to, to provide that opportunity for a segment of our community who otherwise would not be able to advance their careers. I mean, 
to be able well, to I support think that, that, that work. word pathways again is so important because I think that's so part of who you are because yes. the opportunities that you're creating with you know Drake State and then all the students the, the the conversation that we're having is about pathways, right? Yes. You are creating this pathway. Yes. And that is part of your um, mission of creating those things that you're doing. Do you feel like that you see a student come in and then when they get ready to leave, you're seeing a whole, you're seeing this trans, transformation? Yes. And you know what, Carla, that's why I love being at the community college. So I've worked in P12. I did a stint at university at Athens State University mm -hmm. and the community college system. So I've had the opportunity to work in all three areas of education. Okay. Mm -hmm. The community college is the most transformative. So I am so excited. I can see a student come in and they can participate. We can expose them to opportunities to participate in organizations, have downtown experiences, go travel and do some things. Many of my students haven't left the city of Huntsville. Oh, yeah. And so to provide those opportunities, give them the training that they need, a certification, an industry credential that will give them a job, yeah. and to see the confidence that that student leaves this institution with is so rewarding like to check, me check, personally. Right. And so I almost feel guilty some days because I'm excited. They, it excites me. And you but know, they don't, uh, they not, they're not really realizing what's happening to them. No, they do. Many of them do. Our okay. more mature students, because we have a, we have, our average age is 28. So we serve a lot of non-traditional students who life has happened. They may not have had an opportunity to go to school for whatever reason. Right, so right. they're at a point now where they, they can, they want to do this. They recognize the importance of training and, and they were ready, right? And so that's an instant transformation for not only that student, but their family, which mm -hmm. that carries over into our school system, our community, our churches. I mean, it, their ripple effect is absolutely yeah. amazing. And so that's the investment, that's the return. And I don't know if you can really measure that return on investment, right? right and right. so, but it is so exciting. It's so rewarding for me. And that's what I live for every day. Well, I think you're, uh, yes. you know, I think you're uh, the inspiration that I think a lot of people should look up to because it takes a lot. You know, at some point in time, you know, you're like, you know, I've worked really hard. I've gotten where I'm at. Do you ever feel like, what, what's, what does downtime look like for you? Like, what do you like doing? So actually, I love, okay, so you we were talking about reading, and I have to admit, Carla, with the pace of my life, I have transitioned to Audible. And so, I forgive you. <laughs> I do read when I get a chance, like my Bible, there's a few things, but for the most part, it's Audible. Yeah. And so downtown is, I have, I have wonderful different circles of girlfriends that I, I love spending time with. And my family, of course, I have a daughter who's Kirsten, she's here in the city, and I love, I mean, we have the best time together. And awesome. I have a, a husband of 30 years, so we spend time together. And my, my mother's here. I'm a full-time caregiver for my mom so as well. Now she's from, she's moved from Mississippi Yes, so here. she had some health issues, and so she's right. here with me. And so that, and along with church and my sorority and w, in my organizations, I mean, it's like all my time is you here. You are a powerhouse, yes. you know that? Because I think sometimes, you know, um, there's a point in time where you go, okay, what do I need to take off my list? Do you mm -hmm. ever feel like you have to go through that list a little bit? I do. I do. I purged it. And so as I, the thing is, um, I mentioned the two years, the ending of my WEDC term, 
it's time, you know, because I've got to carve out more space. My mom's health is declining, so right. that takes more time. And so things, things pace, life paces itself in a way that makes sense. And so as I'm rotating off, I'm just, just trying to be, and that's why it's so important that I choose opportunities that I can really engage in mm -hmm. because now I really have to make sure it fits with the life of the college because you can see we're renovating and right. trying to grow, and so it has to. That requires more yeah. from me. I and mean, so. I look around your office, and I'm just like, I'm just stunned. You have such a successful style about yourself, and then you have this aspect of just continuing to to, to add more. And then, but I think self reflection is important, and I think it you is. know how to do that. A lot of people don't. Out. Oh yeah, I have to check out and just. I spend a lot of time alone. I mean, just. Uh, recently, I had a day. I just have a day to just, and I journal. Journal is very That's important. Oh yeah, and and just yeah. and reflect. And I I just enjoy looking back a year. And I've been here for you know looking back on the time and and that encourages me because yeah. you know things are and you know we're I feel like we're making progress. So um, you know, do you have a plan of action and what what does your future look like right now? Or are you just you kind of rolling the dice to see where it takes you? So right now, my, my main focus is to improve and upgrade this campus, right? And so that's taken a lot because I need community support. And so we're trying to make sure that we're doing the things right. that we need to do to earn the confidence of the community. So that's important. And then trying to really right now, spending as much time with my mom. Yeah. Yes, I can because that's so important. Yes, that's she's she sounds like to me one of those people that honestly gave you this spark that's inside you now, yes. and so you want to continue fulfilling I, that. I right? have to, right? I think that's important. And I want to make sure, and so after that, we'll just we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You I, should. I, I, you are amazing. Yes, yes. you're so literally kind. Yes. amazing. I was flattered and honored to see someone that you know you work so hard. Mm -hmm. um, and you're so humble at the same time, you know, and I think that, you know, as you meet people in your life, right, mm -hmm. you want to meet people that inspire you to be better. And yes. you have made that for me. So when I, and I'm not trying to make you cry, yeah, don't cry, <laughs> but I do think that you are, um, you know, I think that you're, you know, a staple of this person that, um, that I would look up to if, you know, if I was in the, a student and I needed some guidance and I need some inspiration, I would definitely, you know, look at you and go, wow, she's just that inspiration that I needed. Because when we were younger, we didn't have it. I don't mm -hmm. remember having yes, a, yes, really I'm much of a female, ins, ins, you know, someone that inspired me. Mm -hmm. It just was within us. Right. Somehow. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. We dug out of that hole. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm right. Claw your way out. We, right. Yeah. You clawed your way out. And but, then it's just so much happening now. There's so much noise. So it yeah. becomes really important. Now, so I agree. I, I want to be there for my my students and you are that too you are bright light in this community oh, so thank you. thank you I think that, well and we talk about noise mm -hmm. noise can be can cloud our judgment and mm -hmm. so when we're so focused on you know what's going on in the media and the social media and all those mm -hmm. things we have to be as you have to kind of turn it off and in tune to be a do. better person. Yes, I just check out of social media and just focus focus on the next doing the next thing. If I if I if there's anything that you wanted to say, what would you say right now? Like, what would you share about yourself that that you would want us to know? Um, I don't know. If there's anything new because I, I think I'm so transparent. Like every yeah. time I talk to people, I just like 
spill my guts. And I'm like, my husband's like, should you, you have told Are you one of those that walks around with like, you can tell if your facial expression, I'm mad, sad, happy. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I try to, I try to be consistent because yeah. I think that's and balanced, you know, right. all the time. But it's just that telling the story, I don't feel the need to try to pretend that I, it was a bit, life has been a, a bit of roses. It has not. It's, there have been struggles. But the good thing is that, you know, we're, I still feel so fortunate and so blessed to be here, to be in this community. Yeah. This is a generous, this is a supportive community and the opportunities. And so I'm, I'm just, I'm really thankful for that. I think that's important, that. surrounding yourself with that and that community mm -hmm. sport. You're part of the community. Absolutely. You, you know, and if you're not part of the community, get involved. Get involved. I mean, get there's involved. so many opportunities. It changes that, your life. It changes your whole perspective. It, it, you're not alone. And I think that at some point in time, when you look at your community service and you're part of that community service, you'll see that transition and you will also change. Yes, Your perspectives change. So thank you for coming on my Poffy oh, Nussle podcast. Thank you for having me, Carla. This has yes. been so much fun. Okay, I love it. Thank you for inviting uh, I me. I really enjoy you. I enjoy your personality. I enjoy being around you. And so thank you for, I hope maybe we could do another one soon. Okay. I love that. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye now. Successful business doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and persistence, which is what Coffee Hustle is all about. So there's no quick fixes here. It's just candid conversations featuring other successful business owners.